Welcome to the Castlery Security Cybercast, your trusted source for navigating the intricate landscape of cybersecurity. In an era where digital threats are surging and data breaches are rampant, the imperative to shield both personal and corporate information has never been more critical. Join us as we dissect cutting-edge insights and developments, empowering you to fortify your defenses against the escalating tide of cyber perils. And now, here's your hosts, the founders of Castlery Security, Austin Farrell and Josh Hawk. So welcome to the first ever Castlery Cybersecurity Podcast. I'm your host and uh, Chief Marketing Officer, Chief Operating Officer, Josh Hawk. <laughs> I'm one of the two founders of Castlery Security. The other one is sitting right next to me over here, Mr. Austin Farrell, and he is the CEO. And you only have one job title, right? That's right. I've got Plus, like, I have to remember. I've got like four or five job titles, so... <laughs> But we are coming at you from our studio hidden deep within a mountain. We're not going to disclose the location. And uh, this is the very first ever episode of the Castle Security Cybercast. So we felt it prudent to talk a little bit about ourselves, to talk about Castle Security as a company and what all we do and what we're planning on doing. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about getting into the world of cybersecurity because, Austin, you said one of the biggest things that people ask you is, how they can get into cybersecurity, right? That's right. So that's going to be something we're going to be talking about. And we're going to be working on a lot of things because I have been podcasting for a while. I am a... I'll do my background first, and then we'll get to your background. Sounds good. So I spent about 10 years in IT, worked my way up from desktop analyst all the way up to creating incident management programs. Incident management programs are a lot of work. It's a, <laughs> IT in general is a lot of work. And uh, I wound up getting laid off from the last company that I was working for and decided to start my own thing. So I've been in content creation, uh, been working on getting my marketing degree, and so I'm used to being on camera. However, Austin's not quite as used to being on camera, so... <laughs> well, that's why I have you. Exactly. That's why you make the big bucks. The big, yeah, we'll call it big bucks. So talk a little bit about your background, where you come from, what, what you did working your way up. All right, so... I started out like yourself in IT. I did uh, everything from help desk, to desktop. I worked as a network engineer for a while, but my passion was in cybersecurity the entire time. I was initially inspired uh, during my, my childhood, watched a lot of movies. Cybersecurity movies? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so uh, a, couple, a couple of my favorites included War Games. That was a good one. Hackers. I never saw oh, Hackers. Die Hard 4. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait till Christmas time. We're going to have a nice debate on this podcast. Yep. <laughs> At least it's not the uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie debate. Oh, no, that will be the debate we'll be having. Uh, Bruce Willis already settled that one. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> so. So continuing on in my background, I uh, was able to pivot from IT over to doing security and compliance assessments within the healthcare industry at about 2018. But I quickly realized that if I wanted to grow, I needed to find some sort of specialization. And that's one of the pieces of advice that I give to people that are asking, hey, how do I get through the gate? It's really, it's a, it's a lot easier to get through the gate if you know where you're gonna go after you get through it. Uh, for example, I specialized in insider threats, data protection. 
Um, and, and there's so many areas of cybersecurity that you can go into. And if you can find a niche, if you can find a specialization, it makes it a lot easier because you have a targeted approach. So what was it about that specialization that drew you in? So I was a student at Western Governors University at the time. I was in my undergrad uh, studying my Bachelor's of Science in Cybersecurity and Information Assurance. There was a class called Digital Forensics in Insider, uh, Digital Forensics and Cybersecurity. And uh, it was a very hands-on course. I got to work with a lot of different tools related to investigations and data recovery Um, things along those lines. And when I started to research that field, I found that insider threat was a lesser known, but uh, still very active uh, specialization adjacent to digital forensics. So uh, I saw it as an opportunity to find that specialization and to hone the skills there. That doesn't mean that I want to uh, abandon uh, getting a broad general knowledge of cybersecurity as a whole, but it makes it a lot easier if you're focused on one thing. Gotcha. So you picked it kind of because it was interesting, it was lesser known, it was something you wanted to kind of grow into, and, and you felt you could grow with the field. Absolutely. And what I also found after, after I got into it was that insider threats represent a very large portion of the risk to businesses today. That's interesting. So businesses should be more, more worried about the people inside their company than the people outside their company. Absolutely. I mean, it's both, but... I like it my way, okay? <laughs> so, Austin and I, we when we we actually started working together uh, at Express, which, if you've ever heard of, if you know, there's a lot of places out there that call themselves Express, but we're talking about the clothing retailer. If you've ever been at the mall, you might have seen them there. We worked at the, uh, the home office there, and we both worked on the desktop support team. So, that was something that... Uh, <laughs> We, we, we kind of started out together, but we moved apart and we did separate things and, and moved up and you went through networking. And then what was your, you left Express to go into the actual cybersecurity stuff. What was your first experience like and how did you get that opportunity in the first place? It was, uh, it was a whirlwind. Um, I, I was not comfortable at all. I think that was one of my, uh, my, my biggest outside my comfort zone times in my life. I'd been with Express for four years at that point. Um, I, I'd known and enjoyed my, my job there quite a bit, but if I didn't make that pivot over to cybersecurity, at some point, step out of my comfort zone, I, I was just gonna stay where I was. So uh, it took a little, bit of a, a little bit of courage, and I got a job at a company in Ohio called Blue Orange Compliance. That company specializes in doing security assessments in the healthcare industry, and so, I got a broad wealth of experience doing security assessments and getting to know different compliance uh, frameworks and uh, the regulatory requirements associated with those. Uh, It taught me a lot. It really built a strong foundation that I built upon further as I I continued in my my growth. So did they reach out to you? Did you put an application in? Did you, you know, if you're... Say you're talking to somebody who's uh, trying to get into cybersecurity. Maybe they already have an IT job. Maybe they're working a help desk and they want to get there like you, you know, moving up like you did. Uh, are, you, are you reaching out? Are you networking? How does that, how does that work? How do, you, how do you reach out to a company like that if you have no experience? That's a great question. All of the above. I was going to industry conferences. Uh, what I have found is that there are opportunities everywhere. In every city, and at the time, this is pre-COVID, so 
Much of it was in person, but there's even more opportunities now virtually as well. So I was going to uh, Security MBA. Uh, we're based in Columbus, Ohio. So that's the Columbus ISC Squared chapter. Um, they, they meet on the first Monday every month in Columbus somewhere. So I was going to that. I was uh, going to different co local conferences. B-Sides is a big one. Um, and then I also had a lot of different job alerts set up on LinkedIn and Indeed, uh, specifically focused on cybersecurity. So, and I was, to be honest with you, I was just kind of rage applying to everything that, that came up. And that just happened to be the first, it actually wasn't the first one. I was offered a job in cybersecurity before that, but they wanted me to take a pay cut. So I didn't do that. Yeah, pay cuts are never fun. <laughs> And you told me earlier, we were talking, we, we, we talk about things, surprisingly, before we actually start recording. It's weird. But we were talking about it, and uh, you, you talked about how you took the long route to, to get where you are. Uh, if, if somebody's starting out, you know, what's the difference between the, the route that you took? What would you have done differently if you could change something or change multiple things, like as far as the, the route that you took? What would you have done differently along the way that would have been a shorter or not necessarily easier. I don't want to say easier because that makes it sound like it's like nothing to get into cybersecurity. But <laughs> what what kind of route would you what would you have done differently along that route? Well, you know, there's a saying that says uh, the the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. The second best time is now. I, I I wish I had started earlier. I I spent a lot of my uh, late teenager years and early 20s, this is all following my initial inspiration for cyber. I spent a lot of that time not pursuing it. Uh, I had other things that had come up in my life, so I didn't really start pursuing cybersecurity as a field until I was 25, 26, 27, and I didn't even start my undergrad until I was 27 years old. Uh, I did take the long route, and I feel like that that is part of the reason it seems long, but the actual time that I've spent growing and, and trying to focus on this industry really in the grand scheme of things isn't that long. Well, it's still kind of a relatively new industry too. I mean, cybersecurity has been a thing since computers really, but in the past 10 or 15 years, I feel like it's become more important and more of a forefront. So I don't know, maybe you could have done something different before that, but I don't know what would have been different. Well, I, I spent a lot of uh, I spent a lot of time tinkering with computers. Uh, there was just a natural curiosity, but there also has to be a commitment uh, over a long period of time and a structured way to uh, to learn. I can't just jump on Google every night and and start. I, I would do this where I would start learning something and I get distracted and and I would get re-inspired and start learning something else and I just never got anywhere. So. For me, and this is not true for everyone, but for me, I, I benefited from a formal education uh, as well as uh, experience and studying for certifications. I, I hit it from all angles. Um, there are a number of different uh, schools of thought on how to break into this industry, and, and I know mine. Um, I, I just kind of shotgunned it, and things worked out. I had to stay open-minded to the opportunities uh, that were presenting themselves. I did have things that I was interested in and, and avenues that I thought I would go down, like, for example, penetration testing. Uh, dedicated digital forensics and incident response was another area where I was very interested uh, in, in specializing. 
But the opportunity that presented itself to me at the time was insider threats. And so I jumped on that and I had to learn how to, uh, I had to learn to be willing and open-minded enough to change my plans based on the opportunities that came up. Makes sense. So you mentioned <laughs> when we first started talking about it, uh, movies like War Games that, that kind of got you interested. And I'm sure there's plenty of people out there that have seen hackers in movies. <laughs> and they've seen the, the the concept of cybersecurity, at least brought up in movies. Uh, what, what is the difference? Because and I, I feel like this has been addressed in different various ways, but I'm curious to see what you have to say about like the difference between what you see in the movies compared to, for instance, your day-to-day job now. It, it's not all excitement. It's not all like just running around like Rambo, like stopping hackers left and right, I'm assuming. It's, it's, it's mostly... Uh... And, and, and keep in mind that every job in cyber is different. Um, but what my experience has been, it's been a lot of uh, spreadsheets and <laughs> dashboards and, and a, lot, a lot more boring things than, than you can imagine. Looking at logs and understanding what they mean. And uh, frustratingly, sometimes you don't know what they mean and you got to figure that out. Um, and then there's very few situations like an incident response where uh, you know, it pumps your adrenaline up. It does happen, but it's uh, few and far between. That makes sense. <laughs> I just always, I love watching that in the movies where the hackers run up to the computer and they just start pounding at the keyboard and it's like, all right, hold on a minute. I'm almost in. Well, that's how the, that's how the word hacking <laughs> came to be. It was Someone was hacking away on the keyboard and the sound of it was described as, as hacking. Hacking the keyboard. <laughs> that's amazing. So. One last big thing, or a couple, a couple more questions. The, the biggest one: what's the uh, what's the top piece of advice that you would give to somebody that's just starting out today? And I know you said like you know pick a specialty and maybe try and get a formal education or at least focus on learning more about it. But like, what if you could pick just one thing to tell somebody, and that was the only thing you could tell them? What would it be? Become part of the community. You mentioned this earlier, uh, in, in when you said networking going to these events, going to these meetups, get involved. Um, you can, there are so many different technical exercises that you can participate to game up your, uh, or level up your, your, your skills, your technical hands-on skills. But the ability to communicate, to build relationships and earn people's trust, be able to speak to both technical audiences as well as high-level executives and everything in between, is paramount in this industry, regardless of what you're doing. The soft skills are absolutely indispensable uh, communication, uh, primarily. Nice. Okay, cool. And then, do you have any final any final thoughts or words uh, of encouragement that you would give to people that are out there, other than what you've already said? Any, anything that we didn't talk about? Anything that you wanted to mention that we didn't go over? Getting involved in this uh, this industry, a lot of people have the same passion. That, that I did when I when I came to this industry and that I continue to have, but they find themselves frustrated, unable to get in. Um, and as much as of a cliche it is to say, keep going, keep trying, keep building relationships. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. Feel free to reach out to me and connect with me. Um, getting involved in the community is the best way to do that because you're going to not only learn the technical skills, but you're also going to learn about other opportunities that exists in this industry from everyone that you connect with. Nice. Okay. Awesome. So I think that was uh, pretty good for our first episode. 
I should hope so. <laughs> I was really nervous. Well, obviously, I can I can understand. It's the very first time, like I said at the beginning, he's he's not really the camera person. I'm the camera person. So <laughs> my goal is to get him talking as much as possible, hence this episode. And I think it does good to get everybody out there some information and kind of figure out what we're all about. Uh, Castaway Security, um, I, I didn't really mention this at first, but that's the company that we co-founded in June of 2023 this year. And our primary goal is, is to offer services to companies out there, uh, whether that is you're doing uh, security assessments. Eventually, we've got a bunch of other things that we're trying to add out there and add into our program. But for now, what we're focusing on is this podcast and, and information and getting to know the community, getting getting our, our name out there, getting the word out there. And this is going to be a weekly podcast that we're going to be putting out. We've got different topics every single week. Next week's podcast, which is going to be, I think, a really fun one that you're looking forward to specifically. <laughs> We're going to be talking about cybersecurity events, some of the biggest breaches and hacks and, and, and the biggest cybersecurity incidents in history. We've got a list of 10 of those, plus a couple others that you wanted to mention alongside that list of 10. <laughs> so that's going to be a lot of fun to talk about. Uh, each, each week, we're going to offer something a little bit different, and we're going to have a little bit different format. A lot of weeks, Austin's probably going to be talking a lot because I'm not the cybersecurity guy. I'm going to be the one asking the questions and the one pushing and and, and trying to figure out. I'm, I'm learning right alongside all of you out there. So we've got this podcast on multiple different platforms. We're trying to get it out there to everywhere that you can possibly get a podcast. We're also on YouTube. So if you are listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify or Amazon Music or wherever you happen to be listening to the podcast, you can also find us over on YouTube if you just go search up South Castle Security. <laughs> I've got to get the words out. To go search up Castle Security, you will find our YouTube channel and you can subscribe over there. If you're watching on YouTube, drop a comment down below and let us know what it is that uh, about the cybersecurity industry, if you're trying to break into it, what it is that you think looks cool about it. If you're already into it, you know, what, what's your favorite part of it? What do you specialize in? Is there something Austin does insider threats. Is there something that you do that you think is kind of cool that we should talk about at some point in the future? You know, let us know that kind of stuff. If you're not on YouTube and you're listening on a podcast platform, rate the podcast. Let us know what you think. You can you can leave reviews, I think, on just about every single podcast platform. And those reviews mean a lot to us. And it lets us know what we can and can't what we can do better and, and, and all that kind of stuff. So and you'll see all of the links and all that kind of stuff. I'll put all those down there in the in the description of whatever platform you happen to be on. So <laughs> I, I think I've talked myself out. Thank you, Josh. <laughs> but I want to thank you all for watching or listening, depending on where you're at. And uh, join us next week so we can talk about the uh, top 10 biggest cyber events from history. And if there's anything that you want to learn about that uh, we are not putting out yet, feel free to drop that down below as well so that we can create content regarding that. Yes, let us know. <laughs> we, we would be more than happy to move things up through our content list if people request them. And in addition to Josh learning more about cybersecurity, it helps me to learn more because guess what? I don't know everything. I don't believe that. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching, listening. We will see you all in the next episode. Have a good one.